Once upon a time on a podcast far, far away, three men discuss movies. My name's Patrick, this is the Brothers Grin, and with me, always and forever, James and Ian. Hey, man! <laughs> wow! That blew my beard back. What's up, Grinners? <laughs> Whoa! What's Brought up, some Grinners? new energy there, didn't I? Wow. Come on. Oh, I should be on the I... stage. Wow. You guys. I'm bringing Just your... Adorable. <laughs> your adoring eyes just looking at me with expectation just pumped me up. And I'm half there. Up, dude. Loved that. You know what happened? This is me. When your phone's on like 2% battery, right? And you think it's going to die and then it goes to 1%, but it hangs on 1% for a really long time. Like far longer than 1% should. Yeah, That's me right now. I'm giving it my all before I, before I just go <laughs> out. But you're still at 1%. <laughs> Ah man, that 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 <laughs> intro was a a jolt of electricity to your USB C. You think of I'm, I'm, I'm a portable James battery pack. Am I wireless charging right now? <laughs> yes, man. <laughs> charging you up with our our pristine grins. I love it. I'm ready. We can right. see. We can see that your your gleams back. Gleams my, back on your teeth. Is this my camera here? Or is this my camera here? There. The second Sorry. one. I have multiple cameras. Oh, that'd be cool if you had multi- if you could like cut two all the time. That'd be fun. <laughs> if you could like look o- do a look away, like it wouldn't be helpful for anyone because it's an audio <laughs> format, but it would be good for me. Like I would find that. Dynamic. Well, I mean, you're the CEO. Yeah, I'll uh, I want to take some of my own equity and, and invest in in secondary cameras that respond <laughs> with some kind of AI function that reads whether you're looking at it or not to cut two. I yeah. wonder. I'm sure that's a thing. I mean, I'm I, sure could, I reckon I could do it with my Facebook Messenger on my phone, but it would take a minute to connect between the two. So. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. We'll, 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 another time. Another time. Next time. Next week. Next, um, mo- next month. We don't do weeks. Month. Remember we tried weeks and it didn't work? Yeah, because you, you couldn't be bothered. You couldn't be bothered to get off your ass and edit. <laughs> <laughs> edit. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> you can't quit you've got to edit and release the next episode in a week's time you're contractually obliged <laughs> no one will know I quit until I've already edited this one and told everyone I quit <laughs> right. but before I well, get extracted oh, from the brother's grin so James is so good at the uh, segueing back onto the topic like you're the pro at that man you're so, so good at that you should find a job around that some job where you can get paid to steer conversations in certain directions. Yeah, effortlessly That's steer conversations. pretty much what I do in the council anyway. <laughs> you just uh, effortlessly steer it's conversations just deflecting away, off the from, lack of work I do. away from whether you're doing any work. <laughs> I'm a master of the blab. <laughs> right. I so can yeah, take we... five minutes work and make it stretch for an hour's conversation. <laughs> I hope this doesn't yeah. end up getting paid at your dismissal. <laughs> <laughs> You know, he'll just deflect again. He'll bring the conversation back round. It's a goof. It's comedy. <laughs> I'm suing you. Speaking speaking of due diligence, I've uh, I've been doing this work. <laughs> uh, right. So yeah, this week we uh, we watched the extraction with uh, one of the Chris's. Chris. V in front of the film's names. Uh, it's my uh, training. I, I I struggle to just say blanket fragment words. It's, <laughs> it's a problem I have. It should Fair be enough. the extraction. Uh, that's just grammar. It's like saying uh, but, today uh, we're watching the Deep Impact. It's just 
Why, why would that's, you... that's the version I watch. <laughs> <laughs> that's a different film. <laughs> right, yeah. well, why so, uh, Extraction, extraction of, with, uh, yeah. with uh, one of the Hemsworths, one of the Chris's, Chris Hemsworth. Yep. Um, the perfect Venn diagram. The, yeah. Who is the main character set, <laughs> set in Mumbai. James, do you, do you want to tell us some, some of the, what's the, what's the plot? What's the synopsis? Uh, I didn't Chris ask you Hemsworth. to do this, so on the spot. It's like you're reading off of something. You should be able to just say from memory, surely. You don't need to read something. Yeah, yeah. Fine. I'll look you directly in the friggin' eyes then. Yeah. Have a look at this, son. Chris Hemsworth, mercenary, sent in. (laughs) I saw that glance. To look at my screen, he's like holding though. his he's holding his mobile as close to the camera as he can get Let's it. See your hands. See your hands. <laughs> look at my screen, bro. Why are you looking at your screen? You watched the film. I did. He's close your eyes and why don't you just close your eyes? He's not black. <laughs> Wandering to Right. Ready? I'll close my eyes yep. then. Yep. Right. Yep. Christopher Ebsworth. Is a mercenary sent in to retrieve the son of a drug lord, and he's got to extract him out of Bangladesh. Wrong. That all goes Pete Tong. Was it Bangladesh? Yeah, I think it was actually. It was. It was yeah, it started. Well, it in sounds Mumbai, like one of moved... us hasn't seen the film. It started in Mumbai, but it moved to Dakar. Yeah, right. It just it feels, it feels a bit right? like that. That might be a kind of very brief online. It's it's more of a. A blurb than really a plot summary. Well, let's get into it then. Yeah, so... But that is pretty much all that happens, right? The the son is quite endearing and plays the piano. The father is in prison. Yeah. A rival gang uh, gang boss in a neighbouring country, in a neighbouring city, uh, kidnaps the son, and the uh, the father in prison does not have the funds to get his son back. So... He hires a, a, a mercenary company uh, who are who are, use Christopher Hemsworth to get his son back. Uh, the way they operate is they get the asset and then they essentially ransom the product back to uh, try Cows. to ransom the product back to the gang boss who hired them. He doesn't have the cash, so the, simultaneously the gang boss hi- uses his own man, um, who is presumably ex special forces from uh, India, this- to steal the son from the mercenary group. This, this was all organised by the, the father's guy because it was yes. the, the mercenary guy who who let the son get kidnapped. So he does it all. Otherwise, the the mob boss is going to kill his son. So he kind of becomes a he's uh, a hero, a, as a well. hero as well because he's just trying to protect his his wife and his family his and also the the son. Yeah, yeah, and they're so- both just just like. Light speed better yeah. at every aspect of martial combat than everyone in both Bangladesh and presumably and uh, India. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was. I think. I think they said it was the essentially the Indian Pablo Escobar versus the Bangladeshi Pablo Escobar. Yeah. <laughs> Pablo Escobar is the yardstick that <laughs> yeah, every, yeah. every nation uses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was essentially just a massive video game style action shoot Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ultimately, it was Chris Hemsworth beating the shit out of people, um, left, right, and centre, shooting people. Yeah, yeah. It, it was, was so violent. It was, like, it was very like, violent. I think it was and graphic. The, the action was in the vein of the 
modern, fast take, hard hitting action, the kind of Jason Bourne, John Wick style. Um, There's some beautiful quite realistic action. Yeah, that, yeah. Like I think- that, that knife fight. What's the actor what's the actor of the um the the, the, bon- the bodyguard? Sort of Asian bodyguard, the the dude. Oh Sanju. Oh, the dude. I don't know. Sanju. Yeah. Sanju uh, uh Randeep Huda. Randeep. Him yeah. and him and Christopher Chris Hemsworth, um Mr. Hemsworth, I should say, um have this most amazing knife fighting scene yeah. in the street in Dakar, and it's like so well choreographed and it's all in one shot and it I, look i I've, I've got no idea i've never fought with a knife i've never seen knife fighting training but that looked incredible like yeah. looked I, I would so lo- cool. i would love to believe that they just did that first try it was just like mate here's a plastic or, or a foam knife yeah. if you stab him you win and then just let them go for like 10 <laughs> well minutes. they didn't do any choreography they just like like yeah, just, just, like, just do what feels right just who feels like, like see wins. He puts some wins. other. He puts some other nuggets in. He's like, one of you is if you stab him, you get paid, and he doesn't. And if you don't <laughs> stab him, you don't get paid. So they they make it really real. Or, then, or just the winner of this fight is the ultimate, ultimately the hero of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, and then. And then Sanju gets run over by a car really hard, yeah. like a truck. He like bounces off a truck and just body slams into another car, like full like faces into the car, big dent after getting stabbed. And uh, later on, later, <laughs> later on, he gets up. Well, he has a he little is, nap. He has, they have, they have a, kind of a brief reprieve in the middle of the action. It was essentially just a tiny little bit of exposition to explain why we needed the action. A massive yeah, yeah, yeah. action sequence, a tiny little five minutes in the middle to be like, let's do a bit more character development, and then just a solid run to the end of, yeah, just of action killing. and death. Yeah, yeah just yeah. killing. Just killing and killing and killing. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. it's one of those things. Every In all these action movies, they, they need uh, so many bodies to be inconsequential, like, just, just we don't care that they're corpses. Yeah. yeah. And it's really, like, this narrative didn't really do it well enough for me because... Like the gang boss in Dakar is like in charge of the city. Like he's got the military head of the military on the hook and he is able to just close down the city. Like all the bridges are being covered by all these soldiers. But all these soldiers are just following orders. (laughs) (laughs) They've just been told that there's a dangerous terrorist presumably in the city and they don't want them to leave. So they're just like, Okay, uh, we'll do our jobs then. Slaughter. And Christopher, Chris Hemsworth just goes in. He doesn't kills miss. All he just doesn't miss, does he? <laughs> he kills everyone. It's like playing on friggin' recruit mode on Call of Duty. Yeah. He just I doesn't... Mean, he just. I mean, if I was one of the drug lords uh, boys, I would be out of there so hard. I would be hiding under a table be like, nah, nah. He's, he's killed 50. I'm not yeah. 51. I'm, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. 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 Flung off the roof then. Like that I, don't know, I don't know if that would fly. <laughs> One of the things that annoyed me was that so the 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 evil well the the bad drug guy who is the, the nemesis his second in command at one point just throws a kid off a roof, uh, and he doesn't get any comeuppance in it in in the film. So the actual That's bad true, guy yeah. he gets well, he shot does. in the end, but he's like this oh big, the guy who threw the kid off the roof yeah yeah, yeah this kind of he evil just Peter Pettigrew looking motherfucker. 
he yeah. just he doesn't get a shot or anything. It really annoyed no, me. No, he just I, I saw him do that. I was like, I can't I can't wait till Chris Hemsworth kills him. Nothing happened. And then you just never see him again. He's just still he's just eating despite a burger all, in Dakar right now. Despite all the rest of the violence, you were left un un unfulfilled. Unsatiated. <laughs> well, all, these, yeah. all, these, all these innocent soldiers got killed and this child murdering monstrosity is yeah. still. I can, I can imagine out. Ian sitting on the TV yelling like kill him! <laughs> yeah. Not him, Chris. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I bet there was a whole kind of side story with the kids because the kid gets thrown off the roof, and then the other one kind of smartly says, "Oh, it was the one you just threw off the roof that stole your money." And then the drug lord guy's like, "Come here, give me your finger." And and then fortunately he gets distracted, so he doesn't have to chop his finger off. And then later on in the film, to prove his loyalty, he turns up to the drug lord in this fancy dinner with his finger all wrapped up and chopped off. And the drug lord's reaction is kind of like, "What the fuck? <laughs> it was a threat, dude. Do you think I actually wanted your? But what, what's wrong with you? I don't have a fetish for fingers or something. Jesus." <laughs> Yeah, like I'd moved on, man. It was just an idea that came to me in the moment. It was like, about the finger. I was trolling. I was trolling. I was just, I was just messing. Oh shit! Jeez. <laughs> God, throw it away. But <laughs> what's wrong with you? Yeah, but that kind of yeah. kid story was was kind of a funny one at parts because like there was a bit when the kids tried to get Chris Hemsworth and he just beats the shit out of them. Doesn't want to kill them, and he just like beats off. Like, Piss off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just slaps him. Yeah, it is funny, but then but it is funny because he's just fighting kids, and there's something inherently funny. I'm sorry, maybe I'm a bad person, but there's something inherently funny about a large, really large, muscular man yeah, yeah. slapping a teenage boy in the head so hard he hits the headbutt. Yeah. So we should caveat that. Obviously, probably shouldn't are awful. find that. F- yeah, that's that's terrible. <laughs> you shouldn't find that funny, but there's something inherently funny about it. Don't know why. It's because I'm a bad person. I it was it was shot comedically with the kind of piss off yeah. comment. Which, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's the director, and, and it was a bit like they didn't really explore any of that, and you don't really want them to. But it was a bit like there was a, you know the opening scene where he's rescuing the boy, and there's that kid who's like eight years old, and he's got a gun, and he like kills all the adults, and then he's looking at the kid, and he's like, "Go away!" and the kid runs off. But it is a bit like that's just them, but younger that you've just killed. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I also thought one of the parts that was cool was his uh, kind of drunken jump into the pool at the star and his little underwater meditation. That was pretty yeah. badass. I'm not quite yeah, sure that's cool. how human beings' bodies act underwater, <laughs> but uh, it was still pretty cool. Yeah. I also cool. loved his big Thor arms throughout the whole film. Yeah, I mean, he is an imposing physical president presence. Like you really believe that you really believe that he could do that. Like you really believe that he could rip through hundreds of people yeah. with his bare hands. He, he was it's good. Chris Hemsworth was good. It's basically like good. a level from Call of Duty. You just sort of go in. And it's like right, we've got to get him out, and then you just play through the level for like an hour and a half, just killing thousands yeah. of goons, which just keep respawning until yeah. you reach the checkpoint. Yeah, yeah. So I, 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 yeah. Like, wrapping up, I think action was awesome. I thought the plot was naff, and there was zero character development. So yeah, <clears> I'm, I'm doing the I'm doing the reviews and stuff this week. So uh, let's let's well, wrap well, up the, the let's review. take a momentary brief segue. No wait, let's take a momentary brief break. I will be back after this interstitial. And we're back. We've gone away. We've got ourselves a cup of tea. We've I had, had a, a pizza. break. 
We've talked to, yeah, I, I, I roasted a chicken. Um, <laughs> I pickled I some ca- broccoli. Ca- I had to catch the chicken first. What? You, you just caught him and shoved him in the oven? No, nah, I feathered it, took off his feathers, <laughs> ripped out his guts. That's enough. Head. I conceptualised and shot a whole film called Interstitial. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's your movie pitch, man. I can't wait. So, I think I have remembered our show's format. We're going to do the Guess the Tomato Meter score right now. Right. Ooh, Let's okay, do it. Yes. <clears throat> We're going to start with... Uh, I t- I, 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 I'll tell you what, we'll start with the audience score. And I'm going to count you down from five, and you're just going to yell at the top of... Well, maybe at the middle of your of, of, of your lungs what your guess is, okay? Five. Okay, hold on, let me... Fi- wait, hold on. Four. I'm just filling my air with middle, middle of my... Three. Two, one, hit me. 71. Patrick said 86. Yeah. And James said 71. Okay. So, tomato meter. Five. So, this is the the critics. Five, four, three, two, one. 59. 69. Oh, I'm going to have to do some calculations here. Many hours later. Uh, The audience score was 69. Oh, so Patrick, I said that for the critics. Patrick was off by 17. I was off by two. two. And then then the critics score was 68. Oh, Patrick was was off off by one and James was off by 12. So that gives... uh, yeah. James wins by like three. I'm sorry. Yeah, again, yeah, again. I think we were both pretty Patrick. much there. I, I don't think I've won one. I, I think I won like one when we first started doing them. Yeah, I think I think maybe you need to try. To I think, I, I mean, we, 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 it's just, yeah. Just some things you discover in life. Like, like when you're a kid, there's loads of things that you're constantly discovering that you're either good or bad at, right? Like I'm good at maths, uh, bad at football. I'm good at reading, uh, but I'm bad at public speaking. That's happening every day of your life when you're between the ages of four <laughs> and like 12. And 20. When you're an adult, when you're an adult, <laughs> like mostly you just do the things you're good at and you don't do anything else. So it's actually in a lot of ways refreshing for me to discover a thing that I'm just really bad at, which is guessing the tomato meter scores. But, yeah. but you're not bad. I am in the, I am in the bottom 33% of I, ju- I, do, I don't guessing believe tomato that you scores. are. Who I don't knew? believe that you are. Random. I believe that you're there or thereabouts. You're just competing with two excellent professionals. Maybe you guys are gurus. That's true. Exactly. We don't have a so, big enough data set. You're yeah. Right. So, uh, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm just, you guys are in the top 1% and I'm just yeah. like top yeah, 95%. Yeah, that's true. Well, we have a very small sample size. Yeah. So At least critique- two. Critic reviews. Uh, it does. To be honest, reading through the reviews, I'm probably surprised it wasn't a bit of a lower score. I mean, it did get some criticism for like white savior vibes, which is yeah, totally. I guess, I guess but fair. I, I, oh, I, do you know what? Do you know what's bad is I almost didn't bother saying that. I mean, I didn't bother saying that because it's just you. It's so ubiquitous. Yeah, like every bloody action film is like. This white guy is going to yeah. go to this random country where people apparently don't know how to fight and kill everyone. Yeah. And you could insert, you could insert Jason Statham, Matt yeah, Damon, any, Arnold yeah, Schwarzenegger. Yeah. You could just put anyone in, and so just dumb. it wouldn't, it wouldn't. Like Chris Hemsworth brought nothing to that role really, but besides physicality. 
Yeah, yeah. So the reviews, some of the ones here do reflect that. So Roxana Hadadi of Pajiba says, headshot, body shot, Hemsworth sad, brown people bad, headshot, body shot. That's the rhythm of extraction. And yes, it's also a white savior narrative. So <laughs> the critics did say this. Uh, Ryan Sirek of The Reader said, sad, angry man is played by the largest Hemsworth, Chris. Part of the film's brutality is due to Hemsworth's stupidly massive proportions. If the live and nimble Keanu Reeves make John look, John Wick look like murder ballet, Hemsworth extraction is stomp. I, th- I think the John Wick comparison is kind of fair. Weirdly rude about Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, body. yeah. I mean, he needs to watch out. <laughs> so, so random. So, some Just a side jab. By the way, you're fucking freaky. Yeah, yeah. You big man. <laughs> Um, Some people liked it though. Uh, All told, Extraction is a reasonably entertaining, extreme action flick, although you can tell it's more cheaply made than a big screen movie. I guess that's like the explosions and stuff. Audience reviews, I think kind of the same. Uh, This guy hit it on the head. Sificio N says, plot two out of 10, action 100 out of 10. And he gave it four stars out of five, so... We can sort of back out. His, I, think, his I mean, it sounds like his maths all over fair. the place there. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's probably fair. I think yeah, the action was really cool. It was actually probably a bit too grim for me. To to like, it, I think the bits there were some bits where I was like, "That is too much." Yeah, yeah. I, I suppose we have to give it give it our grin score now. Yeah, we absolutely do. Yeah, I think I, I'll begin. I, th- I think I've okay. got quite a good one. It's based on how it made me feel. Um, How can I describe this? An aggressive clench of the jaw. Mm. You know, really sort of... Yeah. You know, you want him to get him. You want him to get him. Get him. Get him. Get him. Yeah. Mm. You know, I've sat... You can pretty much sit through the film and... Yeah. Like, you're, like you're watching a boxing match and you really want to fuck him up. Yeah, so try talking. Come on, hit him again. Try talking, but you've got to aggressively clench the jaw while you do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go on, give it a go. Uh, I can't do it. I, I sound ridiculous. I sound like a Muppet. I literally sound like an actual Muppet from the Muppet show. You're coming here on the day of my daughter's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> a terrible Marlon Brando impression. Well, to be fair, you were doing it with your teeth clenched. Yeah, that's kind of what he did. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. That's his whole acting techers. Yeah. I saw his mind. Aggressively right. clench your jaw. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I'll, give a, I'll give the movie a intensive six-month training regime. Oh. A smile. Oh, okay. So it's inspired, <laughs> it's inspired you to get push-ups, Push-ups and squats every day. Oh. Sit-ups. Boxing, you name it, I'm doing it just to look one tenth as masculine and as huge and gross as Chris Hemsworth apparently looks. So we- I, I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I'm joking, I'm joking. But honestly, sometimes when I watch these action movies, I like my, my heart rate goes up. I want to do, I want, I do like push-ups. I'm like, whoa, Ooh, oh my god, in the middle of adrenaline's the up. I'm like, ooh, ooh, let's go, come on, be a man. It, it, it's a bit toxic, but fuck it. <laughs> That's how it makes me feel. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Fair I'll give it a... To, to make it a bit more pithy, I say I'll give it a push-up. Okay. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah. Do one push-up, and then that's... You know, you'll feel... That, that's how feel I feel, <laughs> yeah. 
like you've done something good. I think I prefer the first one. I think you ask people to work out solidly for six months. six months. <laughs> and then see how they feel now. And then, and then look then. at themselves in the mirror and masturbate. <laughs> and give you an increasingly lean face. <laughs> our first dynamic grin score. And muscular soreness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Again, the... Uh, the oh, the slightly unimpressed look of a young man who's been inured to violence by years of violent films and video games watching a film that's clearly designed to make you gasp at how violent it is. Just a kind of slightly unimpressed sigh. An unimpressed sigh. Ooh. I thought you were going to say smirk there. I was going to slap me on the face if you said smirk again. He's smirking right now. <laughs> you, you come try and slap me. I'm pumped up. <laughs> <laughs> he watches Extraction every I've been working so out since Extraction. <laughs> I've got Thor arms. He's been he's doing the hand completely, completely immune to violence. I'm wishing so. you up ever since he's that. I've been, I've been waiting for someone to attack me, but no one, no one gets close enough because of, <laughs> of the social distancing. Yeah. <laughs> Go on, come on, then. Let's be having you. Out the window at the postman. <laughs> Is anyone missing I don't a kill son? Kids, I just beat them. <laughs> <laughs> I just slapped them flight, really hard. Trying to book flights to Dhaka. <laughs> <laughs> Who watched the space launch? Uh, I didn't actually. This week I, I didn't we're sponsored by SpaceX. Oh, holy moly, made the big time. Feeling cramped? You need more space. <laughs> Elon Musk called me up and was like, all right, Ian, you know how I'm mental? I'll sponsor your podcast. <laughs> oh, I love it. We need to tweet three, at Elon Musk. Three billion pounds worth <laughs> of Tesla shares. <laughs> He's like, don't worry. I mean, you better use these quick because they're not going to be worth Ever, shit ever tried to? <laughs> ever tried to make an omelette in low pressure? No, use space eggs. Oh, oh, I love it. <laughs> love it. Fuck yes. You should call it Space Earth. Space to keep Earth. people guessing. <laughs> I think Elon will be happy with that. If I, if, I, if I shout out his new product, Space Eggs. Yeah. Space Eggs. <laughs> oh, that tickled me. Well done. It gave me 15 grand to say that joke. Hmm. Did you say yolk? that was uh that was over easy that joke oh (laughs) i wasn't i'm the egg white savior (laughs) (laughs) you're on fire sir (laughs) love it oh shell (sighs) (laughs) all right stop quit while you're ahead Uh, Sorry, I'll cut that one out. Yeah. Now leave it in. You've got to, they've got to know he's human. I'm not. I came back from a space egg mission. What, you, were like, you were like in one of the eggs. Yeah. yeah. You, you were an alien in an egg. Yeah. No, him and Gordon Ramsay went to Mars to see who could cook the fastest omelette. No, I, I, I was born from a space egg. I appeared like, like the Terminator appears, but instead of just the naked Terminator, it's an egg. And I burst my way out, well, like, covered in yolk. What sort of size? <laughs> but, but the egg was like a normal chicken hen-sized egg. Was it hard-boiled? Yeah, and you were about that big. 
the scene is the scene is the egg the egg egg falls from earth and lands and it's like steaming and then it just you don't know how big it is and it's really close cut and you, your fist just explodes through the egg <laughs> and you rip your way out monstrous monstrously and then it pans out <laughs> the size of a hen egg <laughs> Oh, this planet is larger than my homeworld. <laughs> I'm on a hunt for a I fugitive. Thought, I thought it'd be funnier if, like, he landed. That's a he great movie idea. Coincidentally, I landed in like a chicken coop, and then they picked them all the eggs up. And then some old biddy like went to buy eggs from Tesco and cracked <laughs> one into the pot, and Ian came out. <laughs> no, he, or, or, or or the chicken he thinks he lances an egg that he's in an egg because he's a baby, right? And they, his parents have sent him from wherever they're from to get away from the apocalypse, and he lands on Earth in a chicken coop. And he thinks that chickens are the dominant species. <laughs> and he's brought up by chickens. <laughs> and he has loads of superpowers. Oh, Eggman. <laughs> I am the Eggman. Space oh, Egg. Love it. Coming to a cinema near you. <laughs> yeah. Right. And now we're back. Back in the boardroom. My eyes rolled completely around in my head when you said that. I saw that. I saw that. I shivered. Yeah. Yeah. I could feel the bass. I can't see. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They got stuck. That'd be because you poured a raw egg in your eye. It's over, man. Enough with the egg joke. I'm going about eggs, man, you weirdo. Elon paid me 15 grand. His name's not Elon, it's Elon. Elon is a type of tea. Elon, Elon. Elon Musk is the CEO of Egg of SpaceX. <laughs> Elon Musk with an umlaut. Yeah, he's married to Grimes. <laughs> I thought I said we were done. If it was an umlaut, it would be Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> We're back in the boardroom in which we pitch movie ideas to save Hollywood, Nollywood, Bollywood, and which we occasionally check on on Dolly Parton. Yeah, because that's just locked in my brain. We're talking remakes, reboots, repeats, reruns. Yeah. Anything to save the movie industry. It really makes that up. You haven't said Shaniqual yet. Well, because, ladies and gentlemen, my... My uh, idea is not a shenequel. It is not a prequel. It is not a tequel. Don't tell it me. It's an original idea. Oh, my it, goodness. Dolly Parton saying she supposes she's a feminist. Let me just update you on Dolly Parton. She says she supposes, she supposes, I suppose I'm a feminist. I believe that women should be able to do anything they, they want. So, Thanks, Dolly. That is very feminist. insightful of you. So this Dolly Parton <laughs> is quite unequivocal about feminism. Apparently so. There you go, folks. You heard it here second after her Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'd like to go first because my idea is probably the least right. fleshed out because I really struggled this week. Flesh? And I'm, hope- right. I'm really hoping, Eggs. gentlemen, I've come I mean, to you're the just boardroom. In, you're just in the position that I spend most episodes in. 
<clears throat> I mean, sometimes I come to the boardroom with my suit on and my flashy tie in my BMW yeah. with my with sunglasses on, and I'm just I'm trying Plastic to I'm trying to make a quick buck and get out of there. But this time oh, okay. I, I'm a dorky little dweeb man who's just got an idea. <laughs> so you're yourself. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say I or hey? Yeah. <laughs> he's he's tired. Don't don't confuse him. Why is it, gentlemen? Work. Okay. What if Jesus like potatoes? <laughs> I'm already I'm already into this. Yes. Okay, carry on. Irish Irish Jesus. How do you know Jesus didn't like potatoes? It was never in the Bible. I feel like if it was important enough, it would have been in it. I agree, but that doesn't mean he didn't like them, surely. Well, we can't prove it, nor disprove it. So I'm making right. an alternate timeline. We'll have to seek a okay. religious scholar. You see yeah. that Jesus boy? Did he like the tatties? <laughs> <laughs> He's going to think you're saying titties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, so, he did. <laughs> to save... <laughs> Jesus famously loved the titties. Yes, <laughs> sorry. To save on, uh, to yeah, save on some of the <laughs> gentlemen, please. Sorry, James. The meter runs out in eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh we wouldn't have validated your parking, sir. <laughs> I don't know. You had a car park. Anyway, he loves potatoes. He loves potatoes. But we're going to take an existing plot. So we don't have to complete, like, the Bible's there. People have already made okay. film. Jesus loves potatoes. Yep. Existing plot from the Bible, and we're going to add in. And we're going to, sw- and we're going to call it The Passion of the Crisp. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you had, isn't it? You had the I, title, I had tr- and you had nothing else. <laughs> I had a dream. <laughs> Jesus so you're like, to how can I make the passion of the crisp? Think of, oh. the, think of the, the sponsorship we'd get from Walkers. Did that title just yeah. float to the surface of your alphabetty spaghetti? Yeah, I was looking up, I was actually looking up films that had never had a sequel and The Passion of the Christ came up. I thought, well, you know, that could be good with like a McCoy's. The Passion of the Crisp. That could be good with the McCoy's. <laughs> You know, I said Jesus is like carrying the cross, and it. But but he's uh, he's eating a pack of crisps while he's going up the hill. What would his yeah. what like, would his flavour be? What would his flavour be? I don't know. What is it? The the loaves and the fishes. It's just the crisp packet and the. <laughs> he's giving everyone some, <laughs> some uh, monster munch. Crisp, cheese cheese onion crisps and. He's going to feed the five thousand with a with, with a variety of a, a multi pack with a, a multi pack. <laughs> So, he, gets, so he finds an empty packet of quavers and he turns it into a multi-pack of McCoy's. <laughs> you know, you know what his favourite flavour would be. He'd actually have one made after him, you know, posthumously when he was in the cave, and mm. um, before he uh-huh. got, you know, it'd be cold. They they do one of these special editions from Walkers. You know, when they do like a you know a competition thing, it'd yeah, be yeah. called it would be called cheese and onion. Oh. <laughs> Knocked it out of the park. You bad man. Kind of. It's a very small park. So I'm thinking we pretty much remake Passion of the Christ, but we do it real tongue-in-cheek and we just get sponsorships from Walkers, McCoy's, um, Mackey's. 
That's another big brand. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Kettle chips. Yeah, we could even get um, some tortillas in there. Salt and shake, Dorito. We, you know, just go in on all of them. We'll say yeah. highest. Well, better. I think Doritos are wheat based. Ah, okay, okay, yeah, they're out. He hates it that. Fit, it doesn't fit the narrative. Yeah, or maybe, maybe Pontius Pilate. Yeah. Uh, who's the, who's the Judas? Yeah, yeah. Maybe he, maybe he, he, uh, and that's the sign in the film that he's the bad guy because he's eating Judas Doritos. Judas is on a, a carb-free, low-sodium diet. <laughs> I like the idea that we <laughs> we just shoehorn Chris in there, and so instead of instead of uh, Judas pointing out Jesus by giving him a little kiss, he just goes over and slowly inserts a crisp into Jesus's mouth, really awkwardly. <laughs> yeah, when the when all the priests are giving communion, and later later on they'll be. You know, we'll do a flash forward and Jesus sort of won and the priest will be just putting crisps into people's mouths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically a, a giant a religious Catholic, advertisement for crisps. So the so thing I, is... I'm going to work on... Uh, yeah, sure, sure. You've, you've, you've asked us to uh, be really supportive and fire up today. Yeah. If I, if I hadn't been... I'll be honest. If I hadn't been... I've, I've been trying really hard to like this idea <laughs> for you. Because you know you've been a loyal writer for this for this production team, and you've come up with some real zingers. Uh, this included Home, Home Alone Smackdown was was one of our highest grossing films last year. However, it feels like you might have just found a packet of crisps on top of a Bible <laughs> on your way in. I, I was actually eating crisps while eating my. Well, my <laughs> eating while eating while reading my Bible, and I remember setting them outside. I think you might just walk past that. Yeah, yeah, I did. I'm in. Hey, uh- <laughs> <laughs> I'm in, but I'm doing it. It's a spite investment. I know that you've just come in blind and made this up, and so I'm going to force you to take this to the bitter end. <laughs> going to give you 180 million pounds i'm going to get mel gibson to come and co-write it with you and i want you to make this film he's gonna hire 10 academics to write a white paper of what else he could have done with that 180 million pounds and read it to you every week and you are going to face the righteous christian wrath of middle america when you release it i guarantee two things one the film will get made to what standard yeah, I do not you know. Yeah, because he's just given you 180 million quid. And two... <laughs> That's I the minimum make, I would know. <laughs> I will make sure that you receive unlimited crisps of or one flavour of your choice from a designated crisp ad sponsor for the rest of your life. Your choice. I'll make I, it happen. Uh, you know he could buy a lifetime of unlimited crisps. <laughs> For way less than 180 million. You don't know how much how many a million crisps quid I would be enough. Well, I don't know. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. A multi pack of crisps. You get six in a multi pack for £1.50. You could buy a million, a hundred. You could buy six and a half million crisps packets. Yeah. One a day for a millennium. <laughs> <laughs> for a million quid. <laughs> For an epoch. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. I'm on a bit of a uh, diet since I watched Extraction. So. Yeah, exactly. We're on the, we're on the Extraction diet. Right. Um, Mr. Hanrahan? Yeah. So, uh, I, I, do you know what I, I'm impressed by? Is your, is your creative 
um, flair and the fertility with which your mind uh, applies itself to uh, creative problems. I loved Jesus, <laughs> Jesus and Onion. That was great. Uh, and I think there's some real comedic value to be had in this. I don't want to be too derivative. I feel like a rather famous parody has already been done about Christ. Mm. Um, British comedy. What's it called again? The Life of Brian. The Life of Brian. That's the one. So... I, I'm not <laughs> I'm not one to make this tongue-in-cheek, sir. I, I'll make this as, as, as gritty as the first one. This is going to be crisp. Oh, then I'm out. <laughs> Well, you don't get any Christmas. I thought it was supposed to be funny. I thought it was supposed to be funny. Surely it's mega serious. Do the three wise men rock up each with different flavors of crisps? Oh, you bet. In fact, they they rock up with seasoning, and then Mary Magdalene hands Jesus a potato, and that's how it begins. He makes the first crisps. He makes he makes the first crisp. And then he goes, he, he, he becomes to, the Messiah. Instead of turning water to wine, he turns a barrel of potatoes <laughs> into a glass of crisp. Can, can <laughs> Christ be played by Gary Lineker? <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, so I, I am actually, you know, I do think this will be hilarious however you do it. So I'm going to be in. What I'm going to do is, though, I'm going to give you 15k a month for the next two years uh, to explore the idea further and then come back to me with another pitch. Deal. And if I spend that accidentally, idea. if I buy £15,000 a month of crisps? I'll assume that's part of the research. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> <laughs> he starts a grocery store <laughs> selling crisps. I think I'm a wholesaler. <laughs> uh, I love it. Right. Right. Shall I go next? Yeah, I sure. Go for it. Right. Uh, when I was a kid, I watched The Truman Show. And it stuck with me. Uh, I would uh, look at myself in the mirror and uh, I'd see myself and think, somebody is watching me. Uh, somebody... Don't be nervous, uh, son. It's all right. I, I, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to explain what, how I got to this. I know, you're just sweating a bit. It's all right. We're all friends here. You're kind of sweating. It's really... It's actually... <laughs> Carry on. Right, sorry. <clears throat> Speak up a bit. Compose yourself. <laughs> okay. I said I wouldn't cry. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, so what I want to do, right, uh, because I find the ambition of the Truman Show to be quite inspiring, I want to do the Truman Show again, but I want to actually do it. Ooh. Oh. Reality TV style. Yeah. Like, I want to do a circa 40-year project in which we follow the story of a human life from birth uh, over its life in a, in a sort of scripted way, controlling every part of its life, and film it and come out with, uh, with, uh, with regular updates for the rest of the world. I have an immediate question. Would, would we have to yeah. do it inside of a studio, inside of a dome? Yeah. No, I think I think with the no, with the technological advancements we've got, that's pretty much what the government's doing to all of us anyway. It's just a kind of update, it's just a kind of commercial version of that. So we'll just plant cameras all about. But how and, uh, how can we make sure that the person that we pick doesn't know that they're being filmed? We, well, we, that's my we big put one. VR goggles on them really early on in their life <laughs> and they don't realize they've got them on. 
Whenever they look in the mirror, they don't see the VR goggles. They just think that's how their head feels. That's a brilliant idea. And what my suggestion is... This has just got extremely unethical. uh, uh, It started out pretty unethical, but we've got so much money. So we could just move it to a country where it's legal. Right, Sudan. We'll do it in Sudan. Yeah, exactly. We'll do it in Sudan. That's fine. And what I'm suggesting is the three... You know, it's hard to find a baby. The three of us just agree with... Between the three of us now, we just agree that when we've all got a baby, we just pick up short straws and that baby is the baby we use. Wait, now, wait, a, wait. So we have to use one of our own children to do an unethical Well, experiment. otherwise it is a bit selfish, isn't it? So I think one of us, we use one of our babies to do it. The caveat to this is, A, we all have to have babies at the exact same time. Right. Otherwise it, don't, it won't work. Well, wait, wait, B, we all have to call our kids Truman. Why don't we just randomise it? We'll just, we'll all, we'll do one of those kind of multi-dad fertilization things oh, oh yeah we could swirl our semen together yeah yeah and then we could do a hog roast <laughs> what does that even mean <laughs> Oh, you're the most despicable person. I don't even know what you're laughing at. Uh, he said we could do a hog roast. And just, just, what does that mean? I don't, I don't want to Google it. It's actually something James has come across some, some on the dark web or something. Thing. Exactly, some dark shit that he knows about that we don't. Hog roast. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's fine. We could also do a we just swirl it together. That's fine, <laughs> and uh, find a surrogate. Uh, but broadly, that's my that's my idea, and we call it the Truman Show IRL. Right. So I'm in. If you can one guarantee me, we'll do a hog roast. Two guarantee me. Wait, what is a hog roast? <laughs> do you mean literally a hog roast? This is the sex, I mean, literally. The sex move. <laughs> I don't know what that is, man. I'll show you. Yeah, send we me a can ethically sign up to this. <laughs> Demonstrate it send for me us. A, send me a, yeah, do it. Do it. <laughs> oh, God, no. We're not doing that, James. That's hideous. I hate you. Wait, it's, it's supposed to be in both of them. Wait a minute. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Why is that going in there? I don't even know how that fit. <laughs> if you could guarantee me we'll do a hog roast and we'll get to move our project to Sudan and we could put VR goggles on a baby. Uh, I'm in. It has sure. to be so unethical that it's it's got to be kind of ironic. We're, we're <laughs> all, it comes back around we're all going to, to be being a tried at the international philosophy. crime court at the end of the production. Yeah, this is, yeah, it's, one it's fine because we it's one we baby. can just buy we can just buy the European Union or something. We've got so much money. Yeah, we do have an it's unlimited one budget. Baby. Exactly, it's one baby. And it's ours. We made it. Yeah, yeah we can exactly. do what we want with it. <laughs> what is this? Uh, it's a free country. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Oh God! That's yeah. And, 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 so if if we can do that, and then you can get Netflix on board to actually stream it, 
Uh, yeah, I'm in. Yeah, yeah. I'm in. Yeah, so is this, is this going to be a live series that people can just tune in and out of? I think, well, I think I'm thinking so. what we do is we film it We film it as live, obviously, <laughs> and uh, and we cut together episodes every month. Because it'll be boring otherwise. It'll be quite mundane. Yeah. Well, actually, I mean, we'll I mean, maybe not. I mean, we can we can put this. this I mean, people style. watch Big Brother. We can, yeah, so but like, we're in control. We can do whatever we yeah. we want. You know, so we, we can, can throw stuff in. Yeah, yeah we, we can, can have a- we can aliens even, land. We we could, yeah, we could act it's out VR. Like, I mean, movies we could that, that yeah. we like. I mean, we could we could like put him in Dakar and make Chris Hemsworth go and save him <laughs> yeah. one one month. Yeah, I, cool. We should actually do that though. We could have so many movies inside the Truman Show IRL. That's amazing. Yeah, just, yeah. Just by choreographing it. And together. I guess so, I guess that that this baby won't watch normal TV, so we could like have it. No, we'll we just make sure we control its media, know? yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. We could have a few babies going, exactly. We could have like a Mexican one, an Indian one, a, a white privileged one. Yeah, yeah. We'll put them all yeah. together. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> A global audience. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna be in, but as like a scientific advisor, so that I have some sort of like justifiability when we're in court. I'm like, I was just there for the yeah, science, that's smart. Yeah, not that's not smart. not the entertainment. You know, James and I will both be silent, blind investors in each other's projects, so we will pretend we don't actually. Right on that on that note, though, Ian has to be at the back of the hog roast. <laughs> Done. That's, that's <laughs> probably that was, where I want was, to be. I don't want anyone yeah, that's behind his preferred me position. in this. I don't really want to be trust, personally. You can be trust. <laughs> you don't want to be at the back of all gross. You don't. <laughs> Surely you do. I mean, if you're going to be anywhere. <laughs> well, he knows. I mean, he'd know. <laughs> nah, because then you don't get any. You're only giving. <laughs> Just get the scraps at the end. <laughs> Just get the butt, nothing else. <laughs> right, McWilliam. Are you ready to have you? Uh, uh, wait, are you guys wearing socks? Uh, no. Yep. You might need somebody to... already said. Some, somebody already said something really surprising to me. You today, might want to so put some on because I'm going to blow them off. <laughs> that just seems like an effort for no reason. You can't believe you took your you took your pants down to do that. <laughs> um, yeah, no, no. Listen, so uh, viewers, you may be interested to know that, that during lockdown, Patrick and I have found uh, a new pastime. We are playing the the epic ancient game of chess. Ooh, yes, we are. Yeah, uh, problem with well, playing playing is probably generous. The problem struggling pro- through. Problem with chess is it's for nerds. We need to True. make it cool, okay? Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna make chess cool. Did you guys see the film Whiplash? No. Yep. So in the film Whiplash, our uh, a main character is a, an aspiring drummer who gets put through his paces by uh, what's his face, Thingamajig Simmons, who's like a really mean uh, music coach, and it's it's a really emotionally abusive music, yeah, coach. very emotionally abusive coach. And it, but it's like it makes drumming really intense. Like obviously, James, you're a drummer, so you think it's intense anyway. But to the the non musician, it makes drumming just, just seem like, like banging the stuff. coolest thing. Like he plays a drum solo, and you're just so invested in it, you're like sweating along with him. You don't breathe, and it just makes drumming yeah, look really so cool. cool. I want to I want to give chess that treatment. I want to okay. give chess. I want I want to do like a epic you know heroic sports film with chess 
I want to have epic montages of just like our our protagonist is like, you know, he's he's training really hard for chess and he's just there just concentrating super hard. He's playing chess again and again until his fingers bleed and it just builds up to this this big climax where he plays his nemesis. He's he's been injured and his nemesis is, you know, trying to exploit yeah, his injury. The way they do yeah, the way they do like actual chess tournaments, right? They're, the grandmasters play, but they'll play like, you know, I think you know, they'll play like 10 games, right? And they, and they, maybe they'll both win five and and if it can go on for a few days and then like it's like sets of tennis, right? They'll play a game and one person get it and then another person get it. Then they go into like speed chess rounds and they'll play like speed chess all day and then see who gets who wins the most games out of that. So that could be really intense, yeah, like following like that journey. I like it. I, I, so a, a super over-dramatized, melodramatic chess movie to make chess cool ben, again. What are you going to call it? Porn stars. <laughs> <laughs> just to get, just to get a bit of a diverse crowd. People won't know what they're going to see. They might even think yeah. it's a movie about pawn, pawning things, but no. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. You've got it. I just short and sweet. Yeah, I mean, I I, I, I genuinely drumming, I would watch drumming that. is a cool thing to watch. Like intrinsically, it's cool to see someone drumming. Tennis is a cool thing to watch. I just I just don't think you can polish a turd. I just think chess is boring. James, ask me this: Do you know how many people play chess globally? Yeah. Tell me. Why? Wrong. <laughs> it's it's millions, millions and millions, potentially billions, probably billions. Right, and I think if all those over seventy five watched what people that play chess watched a over traumatized film, they'd probably have a pulmonary edema. Well, that, James, that sounds like it's a you're lot of in your the minority here. Two of the people you're speaking to play chess semi professionally. We're currently playing a game. So, we're currently playing. <laughs> we're mid game. Right Okay, so, I, you know, I don't know how many people, like, play drums, but it's less than play chess. I just think I just think you've tried to take an easy route by pitching something that your crony friend would instantly invest in, but you've come up against a, a, a man of the people, and he hates it. So I'm out. Fuck you. Okay. You never asked me to play <laughs> chess. Yeah, we did. You never did. We, you said you said you we were talking about it, and you said, uh, "Leave me out of it. I don't want to play chess." <laughs> well, I regret that. You said that. I regret well, that. Well, you can play, man. I regret you that can you play didn't with try us. Try harder. Well, we can. So we can't play three-way chess, but like you can join in, dude. I'll I'll challenge you to chess it's right too late. now. <laughs> Sign up to chess.com if you've got the guts. This is the start of the film, guys. Make this a friend thing. This is the start We're of the film. We're all best friends. We have a bunch of friends who are playing chess. One of them doesn't get invited, and he's like, right, I'm going to show them. I'm going to get unbelievably good at And chess. just, he does this amazing epic chess training montage. He starts out, he doesn't know what he's doing. He's moving the pawns three spaces forward, and he, he's, like, knocking his head That's on the you. table. Like, oh, idiot. This could be you. And then you but train up. chess. I know, I know, man. We played. I'll play you at chess. Relax. I'm the best chess <laughs> player of all time. Well then, you're getting into well character. Then, you I this like movie. it. You're gonna you're gonna beat Deep Minds Alpha Zero. That's Hide gonna be up. the film. It's gonna Hide be a victory up. for humans over Hide over machines. 
Hype yeah. me up. Do you never watch Boy? Did you never watch Boy Meets World? Hype me up, dude. That's you. Well, that's it, check. You're, you you're say Boy me. Meets check. World. Check. Wait. Check. Wait. Check. Check. I'm in. Check. <laughs> I want to be the lead. You are. You've got it. You've got it. You're the lead, man. We're, you're in. Then I'll pay you five million pounds. <laughs> Done. You're in. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> nice. We've All got right, our, that's, that's an investor and our lead actor. Trifecta. But you have to bring your own chest For the price set. of minus five million pounds. Deal, I have a travel plastic one that I got from Argos. Boom. Yeah, that's the, that's the narrative. It's like a Rocky narrative. Yeah. You, like you, the, the chess grandmaster, the, 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 lead, the leading chess player is like training in like this marble temple and he's got like, he's got like actual people acting out the chessboard for him. <laughs> Whereas you're just there on your train in between doing shifts yeah. as a clown training on your plastic yeah. board you've lost, for the tournament you've lost coming your up. white queen and so you have to learn to play without the I use of a white queen I had to take one of my own teeth out <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly you've carved little little teeth that you had when you were a child into tiny chest figurines because your mum never gave you money from the tooth fairy you but you know one thing that, you know one thing that I've got that, that the grandmaster doesn't moxie gusto hutzpah a moxie Cojones. I've got integrity. Yeah. And I'll be the champion. And all your baby teeth. <laughs> I, can't, I can't see your face. I can only see your torso. Stood up celebrating the grand uh, his first big Hollywood role, folks. <laughs> it only cost him five million quid. Right, but I'm getting £15,000 a month's worth of crisps, so it's fine. <laughs> so you'll have paid that off in seven and a half years. And you've guaranteed me infinite crisps, so. <laughs> I think to be fair, the £15,000 a month definitely covers your in- infinite crisps and then some. Not if I start my own crisp business and I sell them. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I should have made that clear. Anyway. Not for resale. Right. <laughs> how, how, do we, uh, how do we finish this, uh, this podcast these days? Um, I think we tell what people what they, they should continue to do. No, we say the oh, next. Right, yeah. We don't know what we're recording. We don't know what our next film is. Right? Don't we? Uh, well, uh, yeah. So, so uh, actually, I was discussing this with my older sister, who is, you know, very smart and uh, a powerful, independent woman, who believes that we have done too many films about men or by men. That's fair. She thinks they'll. The ladies' films that we've done have all been written or directed by men. So we need to do a film next time that is by written and directed by women. So whatever we do, well, that's well, what we're doing. That's women. the theme. Little Women would be good, although it's very long as a film, isn't it? We don't have to watch all of it, do we? <laughs> <laughs> we could do Little Women. I might do a little bit of research and then suggest a few. Okay, okay. I like it. Good pod, boys. Full yeah, investment. Uh, and uh, stay safe out there. We didn't say anything about the political environment because we're staying light, but stay safe, stay stay uh, sexy, and uh, keep, keep grinning. grinning.